Hello and welcome to Eden Exchanges, the franchise business journey podcast by Eden Exchange. Today we spoke to Dan Cortez, who is the Mobile Skips franchisee for Bayside, Melbourne and surrounding areas. Listen as Dan discusses the partnership with Bunnings Warehouse, the benefits of the mobile bin design, the training and support on offer, and Dan's plans for the future. Hi, welcome everyone. My name is Raghu from Eden Exchange. Today we're joined by Dan Cordes, who's from the Mobile Skips franchise. He's a franchisee in Melbourne's Bayside suburbs. Thanks a lot for joining us today, Dan. No problem, my pleasure. Well, great to have you on, on today. And can you firstly tell us firstly about your background, what your current role is, and what made you decide to work um, essentially in the mobile skip bin industry? Okay, yeah, for sure. My background, I've been a tradesman all my life, furniture maker by trade, and uh, did my trade in New Zealand. I decided that I wanted to make a bit more money as a tradesman, so I moved to Australia. A lot more work opportunities over here. Um, they also earning capacity a lot better over here. It's yeah, definitely worked, worked out well for me, but I'm... Um, not long, I'm 41 now, and um, decided that uh, the old body's finding it a bit hard being a tradesman, and I uh, have started to have a few niggles and some back issues and bits and pieces, so I thought it's time for me to get off the tools and look at something different. The The natural role for me would be to have gone into a, a formancy role or a supervisor or something like that, but it I really had no interest in it, um, a lot of pressure. The the money quite often isn't as good as when you're on the tools. I was previously working as a subcontractor. I've um, done quite a few other little bits and pieces. I was a sign installer. Um, I've done the, – the last job I was doing was uh, subcontract joinery installer, so I was fitting kitchens every day. Really enjoyed the job, thought that uh, that would – probably see me through my days but um, as I said the the body started to give up a little bit and I thought if I am going to continue being able to do the things that I love it's probably time for me to get off the tools. So I started looking around for businesses for sale as I would like wanted to do something um, myself rather than have other people determine what I do and mobile skips was actually one of the first things that popped up on a on a Google search that I was doing and I thought oh that sounds interesting and sort of didn't really think too much more about it and continued to search and sort of it kept coming to the back of my mind and I was sort of thinking you know I might want to look and look into that a little bit more which I did I um, filled out some online forms and bits and pieces and sent it off wasn't long before I, I had some sort of a reply and just continued the process basically which I can't remember exactly how long it took, but maybe a couple of months at the most and, you know, just little bits and pieces here and there, a, a phone interview with the franchisor, Jake. And little, each little step that I took, I found out a little bit more about it and investigated a little bit more and, you know, just finally decided that maybe this was the thing that uh, was going to work for me. So that's basically how I got to where I am, I guess. All right. And then what do you think it was about mobile skips that, that made you pull the trigger and, and, and buy the franchise and want to commit you know, a lot of years of your life towards growing it? Yes, I, I guess it started to look like it was a very simple business to manage and that a lot of the uh, the difficult parts, I mean, I, I've come from being a tradesman on the tools. I'm not the best at uh, 
office work or, you know, doing my books and bits and pieces. My partner used to do most of that for me. And it just, it looked like it was really, really simple and something that I could probably do into my later years if need be, because I was thinking it's not really going to be that physical a job, which it isn't, but it certainly does have aspects of it that can be a little bit physical at times, but there's always ways around that as well. And I guess just the more research I did on it, the more I started to think this is the thing for me. I think it's going to work. And uh, the the industry's growing constantly. It's it's a huge industry and, you know, we're, we're all creating more and more rubbish every day. We're, we're a throwaway society and some of the things that you find thrown out in the and the skips is, um, yeah, quite um, unreal, really. The, the sort of things that get thrown away. People obviously don't have time to to spend trying to get rid of things, not necessarily appropriately, but more efficiently or cost effectively. And it eventually just ends up in uh, in the tip or landfill or recycled. As mobile skips are working on a initiative at the moment where we're recycling a lot of our rubbish and I think at the moment we're actually recycling 50% of everything that goes into our skips and hopefully that'll increase as time goes by and get better and better. Yeah I mean you must see a lot of interesting things there I mean in terms of you know you're right in the heart of a trend going on you mentioned about a lot of population growth in your sector in your city your suburb as well plus a lot of time poor people as well that are that need to outsource a lot of work. So can you just tell us a little bit about you know, your area? So you operate in the Bayside area of Melbourne. Yeah, so I operate in the Bayside area of Melbourne. Um, I'm not sure exactly how what the population of the area that I work in is, but it's it's pretty much up and down base the side of the bay, I guess, from Albert Park to Aspendale, and then as far across as um, Notting Hill, Springvale, and it goes down to Chadston and then wraps back around through some of the more affluent suburbs, Turak, Malvern, Armadale, and back to Albert Park. So the area I operate in is quite affluent, yes, and not all of it is, but a lot of it is. And, yeah, some of the things that get thrown out are not mind-boggling, but, look, I certainly don't have time to go through the rubbish that I bring in. I do have a guy that they actually call him my skip diver, and he comes into my yard of a night every now and again and uh, actually empties some of them out and goes through the bits and pieces. He's a little bit eccentric, but a, a really nice guy, and he hates to see certain things going into being thrown away, I guess, or possibly ending up in landfill. So he'll he'll pull batteries and things that – he pulls things out to make money from them and to sell them on eBay or recycle them, repurpose them, things like that. But he'll also pull out – batteries and things that should never end up in a landfill or anything like that and can't be recycled and he'll take them to the appropriate place make sure that they get recycled and disposed of responsibly just something that he wants to do and is quite happy doing so I'm quite happy for him to come in and go through my bins at the end of the day and hopefully something does end up going somewhere appropriate and where it you know may get another life but I guess I'm sidetracking a bit from the question you asked me in regards to the the area that I operate in but look it's a, it's a great area I, I live in the area I love the area at Bayside you know it's it's a fantastic spot and traffic wise it's I guess as good as anywhere I mean these days traffic's getting bad everywhere in Melbourne 
and it's a it's a constant battle with the job is uh, managing traffic and I'm certainly getting a lot better at it. I think I've been in the business now for seven months and just a little bit longer. And to be quite honest with you, I'm loving it. It's great. Yeah, and can you, just to take a step back there, um, what exactly is the business? So how does this separate from any other sort of recycling or rubbish removal service out there in the market? What differentiates it? And also, can you just talk about how your client base is consistent or who the client base is and um, you know how that is maintained throughout the year and you grow it? Yeah, sure. I guess the the client base is um, it's it's varied. It's very very varied. Um, and one thing with the business is it's very very unpredictable. I think I'm starting to get a handle on trying to predict when things are going to be busy and when things are not going to be busy, and then it just completely changes. It's yeah, really really unpredictable, which is a good thing. Um, uh, doesn't bother me in the slightest it keeps me on my toes but I guess the the type of people they can be anything from uh, we we get um, deceased estates we get tenants moving out of rental properties we've got a lot I've got a lot of builders in my territory they use us a lot we can get into really really tight spots that a lot of traditional skip companies can't get into we can get down laneways we can get underground car parks we can get into garages. We can get right up little skinny, narrow driveways. There's a lot of places. We can pretty much get anywhere a big skip can get, plus all the extra bits and pieces that a traditional skip can and can't do. The good thing about us is we, we've got lockable lids, so we can leave them out on the street. Your neighbour can't fill them up. We've also, all of our skips are on trailers, hence mobile skips. So they're fully road-registered trailers. They have the legal right of any vehicle on the road, so we can park it out on the street without needing a permit, whereas a traditional skip, if it's to be parked out on the street, needs to have a council permit, which usually takes a couple of days for it to go through, depending on the council. And then you're going to spend anywhere from $120 up, depending on the council, just to leave it out the front of your house, whereas we don't need to do that because we're a fully road-registered vehicle. Don't know if there was anything specifically that drove me into the business. I think I saw an opportunity and thought I'm going to grab it, which I did. And look, I'm I'm happier than I thought I would be. Business is it's great. I I enjoy it. it can be very time consuming. Some some especially during summer, it can be very very busy. There wasn't really anything that really stood out that made me go towards this rather than something else. I think more so than anything was, like I've already said, the, the ease of how the oper- operating system for the business and the way Jake and the people in the office at Mobile Skips have set everything up, it's super easy to run. The, the IT system is fantastic for a, for a small business. I think it's, it's second to none, and I'm not a very... Uh, IT literate person. I'm pretty useless with that kind of stuff. I'm definitely getting better with it. But I've found it yeah, really, really easy to operate. When I first started, I was thrown in the deep end a little bit in regards to the time of year being uh, Christmas and probably our busiest time of the year. And it was a, a little bit of a shock to how busy I was. But I managed. And um, yeah, it's through winter, it's definitely quietened down. 
and which it's become very manageable and almost not too quiet, but uh, steady and almost enjoyable rather than rushing around. But at the same time, it's given me time to spend time with my Bunnings stores that are in my area because we retail out of Bunnings. Look, you mentioned Bunnings a couple of times. How important uh, is, is Bunnings in terms of your your offering and your, and your mix as well? That alliance is obviously a key one you've got there, isn't it? Yeah, look, it's it's fantastic. The, the amount of people that go through a Bunnings car park every day is unbelievable. I mean, the size of those car parks, they're huge, and they're more often than not, they're full. And quite often, I have I struggle to find an appropriate place to park our skips because we, we park them in a car park. They, they fit perfectly into a standard size car park. So that's um, we park them in Bunnings and I obviously try to find a fairly prominent spot in Bunnings so that everybody coming in and out can, can see them. Apart from the fact that Bunnings actually retail them for us and you know through their hire shop, they can actually process and, and book orders. People can actually come in and pick a skip up from Bunnings if they want to take it home. They're more than welcome to. We don't... Uh, let people bring them back to Bunnings full of rubbish. We come and pick it up. We definitely, we deliver free of charge. But, um, you know, on the Bunnings front, fantastic advertising. I mean, I get so many clients that um, I sometimes was having a general chat with the client. And I say, oh, how did you get on to mobile skips? And I'm like, oh, I saw it sitting in the Bunnings car park. I said, oh, but I've noticed on the booking system you didn't book it through Bunnings. Oh, no, no, we just grabbed the phone number off the side of the skip and rung you direct. Or they'll say, we looked you up online after we saw it in the car park. So I'm not sure exactly on the statistics on how many people actually book because they've seen it at Bunnings compared to how many people actually book through Bunnings. But a lot of people tell us that they've seen it in Bunnings and, yeah, that's how we end up with clients and repeat clients. You know, there's a, a lot of trade goes through Bunnings, so we end up with builders that use this consistently over and over again. A lot of people, you know, might only use this once in a blue moon. But the referral work that we get through Bunnings, fantastic. It's yeah, brilliant opportunity to to advertise and and even dealing with Bunnings. There, they're all really good people and help us out. We get a few. But and then look, you've you've talked about the the great infrastructure of the business. How you know Jake and the team have done a great job in having this, you know, almost like a, a systematized process that works well for all the franchisees. On top of that, was was there any sort of training or mentorship or or support provided when you started and ongoing as well? Yeah, look, there, there was. Um, it was it was minimal um, to start with. It was probably for me a little bit of information overload. Basically, I spent a day in the office with uh, some of the office staff, and they showed me through the basically the how the system ran, and me not being used to looking at a computer for that long or dealing with one was a little bit of information overload but i think that was just me um but like i said i I spent a couple hours with the with the girl in the office and ran through exactly how everything works and then uh, i had a day out on the road with scott the operations manager and that was pretty much all the training i got and to be quite honest with you it was all the training i needed the i did have a few issues from time to time with trying to process bits and pieces and remembering how to do certain things. 
but it didn't take long at all before I was uh, feel very proficient in the in the system now. And look, there are still little bits and pieces that I'm I'm not all over, and the support that the office gives fantastic, second to none. They they've yes far suppressed anything I thought that they it would be like. Um, it's it's been really really good, and they answer your phone calls as soon as you ring. Not a problem. I mean, I I, I ring Scott, the operations manager, sometimes three four times a day, just silly little things even just having a chat with them they're super friendly nothing's ever a problem and anything i can't do they do for me you know if we have internet dropouts which happen from time to time tiny little system glitches that happen from time to time they're more than happy to help out and do anything they can that's the service that i get back up from the office and help with anything i need can't couldn't say a bad thing about it it's fantastic yeah beautiful and and what are your now um, growth plans for your business are there any opportunities you see as the next steps yeah definitely I, I i see the business still in really in its infancy i think it could grow considerably from where it is i'm seeing 50 percent growth figures on my area month after month at the moment basically i think we're just scratching the surface of the possibilities of what mobile skips could be doing and i guess doing things like this and getting our name out there that are, are, is definitely going to help and places like Bunnings definitely going to help. I mean, at the moment, I'm at the stage where I really need to either divide my territory up and sell half of it off to somebody else, another franchisee, which I'm able to do, or um, which the road I'm looking at at the moment is employing somebody, probably a subcontractor to start with and putting them on on a part-time basis. In fact, I have actually done that in the last couple of weeks I was on leave last week and I had a guy that was recommended to me by a client and um, he ran the business for me for a week not a problem everything ran reasonably smoothly well very smoothly actually I did receive phone calls while I was away on holiday but I was prepared to accept phone calls while I was away it wasn't an issue it was easy for me to manage because the system's all run online i was actually able to to basically run my business whilst i was overseas with ease not a problem at all as long as i had an internet connection i could run the business not a problem yeah sure and that that's the next question how how's the business actually affected your lifestyle um okay so that that's one thing that mobile skips promote is the fact that you can basically do what you want when you not do what you want when you want but you can alter things to suit yourself you know i don't have children but if you had children you can block out sections of the day so that you can go and take the kids to school take the kids to a doctor's appointment a doctor's appointment for yourself um, a dentist appointment you know anything you go get your car serviced maybe not car servicing because that usually takes longer than a day but throughout the network you can usually find somebody that'll fill in for you for the day you do have the ability to shut your territory down for a day. Obviously, that's not something you want to do because you're not earning money and you could be losing potential clients that wanting things done that day. It's certainly manageable in that aspect so that you can chop and change things around. But at the same time, um, my territory has been incredibly busy and I, would ha- I probably would have had to say no to work to be able to do some of those things. So I've managed to find somebody in times like when I need to get my car serviced and bits and pieces that it will run things for the day. I've got a guy that lives in Mornington who's more than happy to, he's done bits and pieces for other drivers, other franchisees in the past, and he's more than happy every now and again to 
to help out providing I give them some advance notice. But I'm working on trying to get the guy that was working for me whilst I was away to do things a bit more permanently. And hopefully I can continue to, to market the business and grow, which is one thing I've found a little bit difficult whilst I'm busy is to actually get out there and speak to prospective new clients, visit builders on sites, um, spend time training the Bunning staff and things like that, which looks a really good problem to have. But um, that's the next step for me is to focus on trying to build the business considerably from where it is now. I'm really happy with where it is now. I could quite happily leave it as it is, but I don't want to. I want to, to push it. I want it to go further. I think the potential's endless well it's probably not endless but it's it's certainly a lot more than where it is at the moment and i'm certainly happy with where it is at the moment but yeah finding the right person to to manage or do bits and pieces for me and i think like i said i look at taking on a subcontractor and getting them to do a couple of days a week for me um especially through summer when we we get really busy and it's yeah it gets almost a little bit out of control with how busy it gets but at the same time it's it's manageable and you can change things to suit yourself so that you can manage it. Another question I wanted to ask, responsible disposable waste is a, it's quite a hot topic. How do you process your waste from the recyclables? And are you contracted with any local recycling plants or processes, or is, is this um, part of the you know, ethos of mobile skips as well? Look, look, it definitely is part of the ethos. It's... We, we do it a, a few different ways, and I'm not 100% all over exactly what happens to it because I haven't actually seen how things end up in the, in the final process. But as, as far as I'm aware, we're, we're working on a recycling program at the moment, and as I think I said earlier, at the moment about 50% of our waste is recycled, which is a great start, and we hope for that to, to grow considerably from there. A couple of things that it does for us is it makes us feel better about um, the business that we're in, that we are recycling and it's not all just going to landfill. makes clients feel better that we're disposing of things as responsibly as we can. Um, also, it's, it's a good advertising opportunity for us to, to advertise the fact that we are recycling because a lot of it just ends up in landfill. A couple of good things that it, it does for us too is it reduces our costs. If we can send stuff to recycling plants, it's cheaper than sending it to a, to a hole in the ground as a landfill. And the, the costs of landfill are going up consistently, you know, almost month after month, but um, I think it's annually. But they, they, they're just going up and up and up, and uh, that's something that we're constantly working on to try and stabilise. Well, not me personally. It's more so the, the office and Jake that works on things like that. It's, you know, it's something I certainly have a, a great interest in, obviously, being in the business, but the Mobile Skips as a company actually look after all that for us. We have a contract with a company called Premier Waste who empty our skips. So they basically... As I think I said, they come into my yard first thing in the morning, um, empty all my skips. I come in in the morning and everything that I bought in that day is all gone, emptied and taken away. Some of it does end up in landfill. Um, we, we don't recycle everything at the moment, but we're certainly heading that way. And that's, that's one of our goals is to try and recycle as much as we can um, for, for ethical reasons, for 
business reasons, cost-wise and things like that, it, uh, it makes sense all over, really. Fantastic. Look, there'll be plenty of people listening to this, and we've been essentially promoting the mobile skips offering, and there's a lot of interest from people who love the idea, love the concept, love the market that you're in. Yep. Uh, but is there anything, uh, any sort of advice you're going to give to people who may be thinking about uh, becoming a franchisee and any sort of opinions on who'd make a good franchisee in your industry? Yeah, look, uh, my advice to anyone thinking about doing it would be do it for sure. I uh, I can't say a bad thing about it, to be quite honest with you. It's it, it's far suppressed any you know anything I thought. It's it's a great business to be in. I'm I'm enjoying it. There's a lot of driving involved. I drive basically all day. But at the on the other hand of that, I can see that um, I could grow the business to a point where I probably could have drivers doing that sort of work for me. But on the other side of things, I think we get a lot of repeat business because we're franchise owned. It's me dealing with my customer. So I own the, the franchise and I'm dealing with the customer. So I'm going to make sure that the customer has the best service they can because I want them to use us again. I want them to refer us. I want to grow my business. A lot of other rubbish companies, you, you just you won't get the service that Mobile Skips gives you. I mean, you just have to look at some of the online reviews for Mobile Skips compared to other companies and we're doing where our reviews are glowing compared to anybody else there top notch and really that's that's the kind of service we we want to give that's the kind of stuff i want to have so i don't know whether if i started to employ drivers to do that sort of thing with me whether that would that level of service would drop but i guess me managing it would try and stop that um but yeah look my advice anyone thinking about it do it for sure it's it's great i'm loving it whether i get sick of the driving eventually i don't know but I'm, I've always been a car person. I like, I love cars, so driving is not an issue. I, I quite enjoy it, to be quite honest. It's, uh, yeah, it doesn't bother me in the slightest. Look, I get a little bit frustrated with traffic every now and again, but who doesn't? All right, fantastic. Look, I think it's been a very interesting discussion here. We do encourage anyone interested to head towards the Mobile Skips website and start your application process. Um, and you know, get the ball rolling there to see if there's a right fit between you and the franchise because um, there's been a lot of good feedback on it and there's a lot of opportunities popping up across you know, Victoria, New South Wales, Queensland, especially in uh, and WA as well, especially in urban centres where there's a lot of traffic, a lot of bunnings and a lot of um, activity going on. It's, it's ripe for someone motivated to, to um, you know, take that territory on board. Apart from that, you'll have a... Um, a contact us box uh, next to this podcast. So we encourage you to put your name down and, and one of the team will get in, back in touch with you ASAP to get that process going. Apart from that, Dan, it's been a pleasure having you on today. And no, I think it'd be good to get you on soon for an update on how your business is, is expanding because it sounds like you're on a, on a good trajectory there. Yep, no, definitely. More than happy to, yeah. Um, one thing I, I would say that um, with if you are thinking about getting involved with uh, mobile skips is that yeah to you want to be motivated and you want to be successful um you don't need to be super motivated but um i guess being able to talk to people and um having a little bit of confidence and you know but all of that sort of stuff 
grows. I mean, I was never the most confident person in the world and I still don't think I am, but I'm getting better at it. I'm dealing with um, Bunnings team members on a daily basis, um, trying to get in there and do training with them, which is, I mean, I've never liked public speaking or anything like that, but uh, you certainly get used to it and it gets better and it gets easier and uh, to the point where it's it's kind of enjoyable and you, you actually start making friends with clients and Bunnings staff and, you you know, you can walk into most of your local, my local Bunnings now and, and know people by name and have a joke with them and chat and, yeah, it's, it's quite good. Fantastic. Thanks again, Dan. Pleasure. Thank you. Eden Exchanges was brought to you by the team at Eden Exchange. In this episode, we spoke to Dan Cortez of Mobile Skips Bayside. For more information on the Mobile Skips franchise or any other episodes by Eden Exchanges, head to our networking website, businessbyinvest.com. You can also subscribe to the series on iTunes or Stitches if you're using Android. Find us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram for recent updates on the buying, selling, and investing world. Thanks for listening.